Thanks for joining us now for Until All Have Heard, a podcast from the Far East Broadcasting Company. I'm Wayne Shepherd with Ed Cannon. Ed serves as president of FEBC. Ed, how are you doing today? Very good, Wayne. I'm happy to have this new year in yeah, front of us. I was and, just uh, thinking that. Here we are already halfway through January. The new year is well underway. You know, it's interesting, and you and I didn't talk about this before, Wayne, but it's on top of mind for me right now. One of the things we're doing in FEBC with all the transformation in technology, all the shifting in the way people are listening to radio and social media, internets and cell phones app, we're making a a concentrated effort in a number of our countries to redo our strategy. So our strategy three to four to maybe even five years old and it doesn't include current trends and mm-hmm. modern technologies. It has to change with the times, doesn't exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. So we're really going back and saying, okay, we were putting effort and resources into this platform. Is it still effective? Mm-hmm. Is there something that's better? Is there a way that we can use the the resources that God has blessed us with to more effectively communicate the gospel? I really appreciate that. I think that's wise. And the message doesn't change, but the strategy does. Right. The message doesn't change at all. And that takes us to the verse that I think we're going to study in the Bible today. Before you get to that passage, though, I want to lead with a listener comment because I think this sets us up for the conversation to come today. This comes from a Bai listener in Southeast Asia. That must be a minority group I haven't heard of. B-A-I? Yeah, it's a minority language in Southeast Asia. It's a people group that we've been broadcasting in uh, shortwave radio for decades. Wow. But most recently, through social, social media, media there you go. we're hearing a lot of comments back from people Isn't like amazing? this. Everybody has a smartphone, even in remote parts of the world now. It's amazing. All right. This listener says, your broadcasts have made a great impact on my life. I am learning to be a follower of God's words, seriously equipping myself to be his servant. Isn't that a great comment? I love that. It's not just that they heard the gospel on a social media broadcast and came to faith. This believer understands enough to know that he says, I'm equipping myself to be his servant, his disciple, to produce fruit in my life for the purposes of being obedient to Christ's commands. That takes us to John chapter 15, which is our main topic of conversation here today, right? That's it. It's one of my favorite verses. Wayne, uh, you and I could probably talk about this for the next two hours, but we're gonna, <laughs> we, we won't do that. We're going to keep ourselves limited to about 15 minutes or so here. Um, why don't you start and read the first couple of verses, okay. Wayne, and then we'll chat about it. Jesus says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. Every branch in me that does not produce fruit, he removes, and he prunes every branch that produces fruit so that it will produce more fruit. That's exactly what we're talking about here. So there's many aspects of FEBC's ministries worldwide that are producing fruit. Next week, we're going to be talking with Igor, uh, the production manager of FEBC Ukraine, and he was sharing with us before the interviews even started that the number of people listening on social media in Ukraine, particularly because of the impact of this war, are in the millions. And you might think, praise God, that's great, let's just keep doing that. But the questions we're asking in Ukraine is, Are there things we could even do better? Mm -hmm. Just because we see success in one thing doesn't mean that there's not ample opportunity for us to improve, launch into new platforms, look at new ways to communicate, improving our programming. So it's all about bearing more fruit, which is it says right there in in verse two, he prunes it so that it may bear more fruit, more fruit. Yeah. 
I remember a number of years ago, Wayne, sharing with you that in our Russian broadcasts, uh, the Russian government shut down two very large, very effective AM stations we had, one in Moscow, one in St. Petersburg. And at the time, we were devastated. But that was God really pruning mm-hmm. our vine so that we could produce more fruit. Yeah. What we didn't realize at the time is fewer and fewer and fewer people were listening to AM radio, and more and more people were seeking uh, Christian broadcasts on social media platforms. But at the same time, God had prompted you to lay plans for the future, and those that future then prepared you for the shutdown of those stations. That's exactly right. We had in our mind that we needed to do this, that the AM was becoming more expensive. There were some challenges from... Uh, let's say, some corrupt government officials that wanted to take bribes from us to keep those stations going. All these indications pointing in the direction of God saying, don't worry about this. Concentrate on something that will produce more fruit. And so this verse really bears fruit for us as we bear more fruit for the ministry. Yeah. I'm not sure where you want to go next, except I'm reading verse 4. Remain in me and I in you. Just as a branch is unable to produce fruit by itself unless it remains on the vine, neither can you unless you remain in me. You know, we talk about things like strategy, Wayne, like business stuff, like, you know, real secular worldly planning and orchestrating what we're going to do, how our programs look. But it's so interesting to me that I have learned from our people overseas when they say, Ed, this is not our work. This is his work. These are not our plans. They're his plans. It's not our broadcasts that bring people to faith. It's the Holy Spirit that does the work. We just obey. We're obedient to his command. That's our responsibility. It takes me back to, yeah, Matthew chapter 7, where he says, the man who builds his house on a rock, his house will stand. If you build your house on sand, The storm will come and it'll wipe that out. But what most people miss on that verse is that he said he made the comparison to building your house on rock is being obedient to my command versus building your house on sand, which is not paying attention to what I tell you to do. Hmm. So it's out of that obedience that comes the stability and the fruit that's being produced. And so our staff, when we're doing these strategic plans— What is the Lord instructing us to do? Your will, Lord, not ours. Your plans, not ours. God's plan, not the plans of man. I remember something Henry Blackaby said one time. They just stopped me in my tracks, and it it made so much sense. He said, partial obedience is disobedience. Mm. So it's all or nothing. Mm. I agree with that. And, you know, even um, failure to do everything he has commanded us, even though we're doing things that we think are his command, mm-hmm. but we're neglecting some part. So it's the the sin of omission. Yeah, if we're willfully neglecting, sure. Yeah, yeah. Or, and actually, I even think if we're unintentionally neglecting, oh, okay. because we haven't studied enough, we haven't read enough, mm-hmm. we haven't prayed enough. Applied ourselves enough. To say, Lord, what is it exactly that yeah. you want us to do? We were investing money in those AM stations, Wayne, and he was trying to say, look, I'm trying to tell you not to do that, but you're not listening. So that way when they came in with a baseball bat and the government (laughs) shut us down, it's like, okay, Lord, we get it. Uh But sometimes you have to get to that point so that you have full obedience to what it is the Lord is commanding us to do. Well, let's keep going in John chapter 15, verse 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. 
the one who remains in me and I in him produces much fruit because you can do nothing without me. Well, that's exactly what we were just talking about. If we think it's our work, if we think because we are branches and we're in him, we're still going from the main vine, we're not going to accomplish anything. It's he that's going to accomplish the things. All we do is stay attached to the vine, stay in his word, stay prayerfully connected to seeking God's will for our radio stations. Lord, what would you have us do? What would you have us say? How would you have us broadcast this program so that the people in this country, in this culture, speaking this language, will most effectively hear your word? And so you can't do anything apart from me, he says. If our broadcasts are absent God's will and our prayerful obedience to his commands, people are not going to respond. But as we stay in the vine, paying attention to what he says— producing fruit because of the nourishment that comes from the main vine, not because of us. Apart from me, he says, you can do nothing. I know there's another main point to be made here from John 15. We'll get to that in a moment, Ed. But I want to pause and read some of the listener feedback we received from various countries. I think this will encourage everyone in, as we listen in context to John chapter 15 here today. This listener from Pakistan says, The amazing teachings of Jesus Christ in the Bible have touched my heart. I will be sharing these things with my family. Mm. Now, think, that comes from Pakistan. Yeah. You know, Wayne, some of the testimonies we get from Pakistan are just amazing. I'm reminded of one that you and I talked about several years ago when a man said, I I, I became a follower of Jesus Christ, but of course, in Pakistan, I can lose my job for being a Christian. Mm. So he was fired from his job. When his Muslim family found out that he was a Christian and he could no longer provide for them because he lost his job— They kicked him out of his house. His children wouldn't talk to him. But you know what, Wayne? He said, I am the happiest man in the world because I know Jesus Christ. Now, test your own faith on that. You lose your job. Your family won't speak to you. You lose your home. You're on the street probably begging Mm. in order to provide for your sustenance. But because of Christ, this is the happiest man in the world. What a wonderful opportunity for us to to reflect on our own faith. Apart from the vine, that doesn't happen. Exactly. It's only through the vine, and it's only the joy that he brings, which I think, let's read on. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, Slipping down in the passage, Wayne, verse 9 of John 15, Just as the Father has loved me, I have also loved you. Therefore, abide in my love. And I think that word, abide in my love, means a lot more than just enjoy the fact that I love you. Abide in it means live in it. Jesus loves you, so if you love me, Jesus said, you will obey my commands. But then it goes on, and so hold that thought for a second. If you keep my commands, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you so that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be made full. Profound. I hear this from our staff everywhere, Wayne, where they're living in circumstances that we in the United States might say, mm, uh, this is terrible, my house is not good, I, don't have a, I have to work long hours, I don't make a lot of money, uh, it, I, I'm constantly surrounded by people who are pushing back on me, saying, you know, we don't like you, we want to 
stop your broadcast. We want to fight against your work. But yet they have great joy in listening to these testimonies. You and I have great joy reading these testimonies to those of you who are listening to this program. But when you see the faces of our staff in places like Indonesia, in places like Pakistan, in places like China, when they get these testimonies from the listeners, there is great joy in them, which is the joy Christ is talking about here, so that my joy may be in you. You know, it talks about the angels in heaven rejoice (laughs) over one soul. And so here are people living in these remote places under difficult circumstances. They have great joy because they get a testimony like the ones we're sharing with you. Why don't you read the next one, Wayne, on the list? Well, listen to this from the Philippines. I was in prison because of drugs. I thought it was the end of my life, but I did not realize that in that prison cell, I would encounter God. Every day, we would listen to FEBC programs with beautiful music and messages from the Bible. I thank God for using FEBC to help me know what the Bible says. Even a man in prison, when he abides in the vine through God's word, through the broadcasts of FEBC staff around the world, he has great joy. Joy does not come from circumstances. Joy does not come from living in a nice home or having a beautiful family or even having uh, a great job. These are all wonderful things, and we can enjoy them. However, the joy that Christ talks about, my joy, the joy that took him to the cross for us, can be made full in each person because of fruit that's produced by obedience to his commands. Can only be made full through Jesus, right? Well, here's another comment, and then I'll let you wrap this up. This comes from Southeast Asia again. I became a frequent listener of your program that discusses profound theological aspects of the gospel. At first, I was critical toward your teaching, especially about Christ's divinity. But as I grew my knowledge of God's word, the Holy Spirit began preparing my heart to surrender my life and put my trust in Jesus. I later accepted him as my Lord and Savior, all because of your broadcasts. Yeah. I love testimonies like that, Wayne. And and the fact that this listener points out it's not just a one-time event. He didn't just hear the message once on the radio and become a follower. It took a long time. Mm-hmm. At first, he was critical. We hear this all the time. Many listeners who respond positively to FEBC's broadcast say, I hated your broadcast at first. I wanted nothing to do with this Christian broadcast. But they kept listening, didn't they? And in many cases, it's because we were broadcasting in their language. Right, right. However, God's word doesn't come down to earth without producing its intended results. I think that's in uh, Isaiah 55. Will not return void. Will not return void, but will accomplish what God intended it to, which is why our staff are so faithful to pray, to understand what is it that God wants our broadcast to do by proclaiming his word over the radio in an effective manner, in the local language, uh, in a way that's culturally appropriate so that our staff may be complete and enjoy the joy that's made full through him because of what he has done out of a result of our obedience, which is what this whole verse of John chapter 15 means to me. Yeah. You know, Wayne, we haven't talked about verse 8, and I'd like to just bring that up real quickly. Okay. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit. And so prove to be my disciples. 
So God is glorified by the fact that we are proving to be his disciples by effectively communicating the gospel and bearing much fruit. One of the reasons we are on this earth is simply to glorify God. He doesn't need us to do his work, but we are glorifying him by being his disciples, as it says in verse 8, and we're his disciples as proof of the fact that we've borne much fruit. True. And so it's just very important. Our goal is to glorify God. God wants everyone to hear the gospel and become saved. And so as we are his disciples, we're producing fruit through his will because of our obedience to him. And this obedience that leads to joy is not just for people in far-off lands. This is for us. This is the message to our own uh, life, our own soul here today. So thank you for this conversation. All The whole time I've been thinking of that line from Michael Card's song, Joy in the Journey, there's a freedom for those who obey. Mm. There's joy for those who obey. There is a joy in the journey, isn't yeah, there, Wayne? Yeah. Ed, thank you. And thank you for listening and joining us here on this weekly podcast from the Far East Broadcasting Company. We produce something called the Prayer Target. And if you'd like to sign up to receive it, it will guide you day by day in how to pray for the countries of the world where the gospel is going forward through FEBC. So sign up for the Prayer Target today at febc.org. For Ed Cannon, I'm Wayne Shepherd, and producer Joe Carlson, thank you. We'll see you all next time here on Until All Have Heard. <laughs>